0: Y'all can have a minute left to meet with Deacon Deacon, uh, Jerry Because he going to need a minute and some (laughs) It's all good, we have fun in this house Let's go to Acts chapter 4 Acts chapter 4 Brother Isaiah, I'm going to actually run that video During the middle of the message when we get to that area Okay, So it's not going to be at the start Alright, so you all look amazing today, you packed out the house It's good to see everybody in the building um, We have been teaching in this series Letting God fight for you And God is bringing forth uh, His grace, His, his anointing uh, His power through this word And we're gaining the wisdom and the understanding Of trusting and believing God In every area of our life And as we begin to uh, See how God has been moving, how he's been blessing, how he's been speaking to us and how we've been experiencing letting God fight for you. Um, And I've been experiencing in my own personal life and how God has just uh, given us the ability and the power to stand. Um, And he's been fighting for us. And you don't know the situations that will come your way. Where you're going to have to lay down yourself, just as Minister Caesar said, you have to lay down yourself and let go and allow God to come in and do the things that needs to be done to keep you encouraged, to keep you moving forward, and he'll fight for you, amen? Come on. So today, we're, we're going to kind of not really piggyback from where we were last week, but we're going to see um, how God will begin to fight for us uh, in the midst of us being on our assignment and ministering this gospel and how we have to be able to withstand uh, uh, the, the the different uh, things that the enemy throws at us to get us discouraged from ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. From encouraging someone. From bring, bringing them to a place of understanding the word of God. Everybody, and, and especially in this dispensation that we're in, there is so much that is going on that is trying to tear down the name of Jesus. Yes, there are so many things that are contrary to the word of God that are being released into the atmosphere. And the enemy is is, is turning uh, the minds and the hearts of people who are supposed to be and who, uh, who have been proclaimed to be born again, who are proclaimed to be Christians, who are proclaimed to be believers in God, right. believers in Jesus Christ, and they're turning away from the faith. Nah. And so we have to be mindful that we have to stand on the word of God even the more, and we have to make ourselves, uh, place ourselves at a, at a position where we're not easily persuaded Come on. by every wind of doctrine. Come on. That we, as a body of believers, should be at a mature place where we shouldn't be tossed to and fro. Amen. But we should be in a place of stability to understand what truth is and what is not truth. Amen? Amen. So let's look at this in in, in Acts chapter 4. I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Version. We're going to start reading at verse 1. It says, And while Peter and John were talking to the people, the priest and the captain who was in charge of the temple area and of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to them, being extremely disturbed and thoroughly annoyed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in in the case of Jesus the resurrection of the dead. Verse 3, so they arrested them and put them in jail until the next day because it was evening. But many of those who heard the message of salvation believed in Jesus and accepted him as Christ. And the number of men came to be about 5,000. John and Peter were on assignment. And they had just healed this man who had been crippled, who, who had been lame for years, and they had, he had received his healing. And here in Acts chapter 4, we see them continuously going on about doing the work of the Lord. They were faithful and committed to their assignment of preaching the gospel. And because they were preaching Jesus Christ resurrected, the church was growing. We saw in Acts chapter 2 where there were 3,000 souls that had came unto the Lord. Here we see in Acts chapter 4, 5,000 more had come to the Lord, had begun to believe in Jesus Christ. Why? Because they were consistent in their message. They were consistent in what they were teaching and they were uh, uh, committed to their assignment regardless of adversity. And see, sometimes even our own personal challenges can get us into a place of being despondent and not being uh, uh, in a place to be eager to share the good news and do the things that the Lord is leading us to do and encouraging someone along the way. Just as Minister uh, Rose, she was sharing and she said in the midst of the prison where God allowed her to pray for someone to encourage them, she's in her workplace, but she yet has to know that when there's space and time for God's glory to shine through her workplace. Amen. And so we have to be mindful that God uses us in our various places and various things that we do so that we can be an example of showing the love of God. Okay. So here in verse five, it says on the next day. Now, listen, they were they were arrested and put in jail well, because they are doing what's right. All right. How does doing right get you put in jail? Mm-hmm. Jail is supposed to be a place for wrongdoers. Oh, jail is supposed to be a place where you have broken the law. And so, but according to the Jews, according to those people uh, who did not believe in Jesus and the resurrection, you were breaking their law, man's law. Yeah. And so they were put in jail. So verse 5, it says, on the next day, their magistrates and elders and scribes, the Sanhedrin Jewish high court, were gathered together in Jerusalem. And Annas, the high priest, was there, and, so, and Caiaphas and John, and Alexander, and all others who were of high priestly descent. When they had put the men in front of them They repeatedly asked By what sort of power Or in what name that is By what kind of authority Did you do this healing Mm -hmm. Then Peter filled with what The power of the Holy Spirit Said to them now, I love this because when you're in a position where they're coming to now ask you questions concerning of the good of someone being healed, you have to know that you have to, if God is fighting for you and you're going to allow God to fight your battles, you have to know to speak according to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because you weak because sometimes when we're in the midst of the pressure, we allow our flesh to speak for us, and that flesh will begin to hinder us and put us in a position where God cannot be glorified. But because he spoke according to the Holy Spirit, and because he allowed the Holy Spirit to minister to him, then he opens his mouth. This is why we have to have wisdom when we're supposed to speak and when not to speak. The Bible says, Be swift to hear and slow to speak. Yeah. He says in verse 8, then Peter, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, members of the Sanhedrin, the Jewish high court, if we are being put on trial today to interrogate us for a good deed done to benefit a disabled man, As to how this man has been restored to health, Let it be known and clearly understood by all of you And by all of the people of Israel That in the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene Whom you demanded be Crucified by the Romans And whom God raised from the dead In this name that is By the authority and power of Jesus This man stands here before you in good health Now I love this because Peter never put the focus on him
1: Come Amen. on.
0: Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. See, God will maintain his ability to function for us as long as we keep the focus on glorifying and magnifying his name. Yes. Not one time did Peter said that it was by me, it was by my power, or it was by my strength, it was by my study, it was by my anointing, it was by my revelation. It was by the name of Jesus that this man has been restored yes. to good health. And because he is constantly bringing up the name of Jesus, Jesus is the name that breaks the yokes. Jesus is the name that begins to tear down the stronghold. Jesus is the name that begins to minister to your heart to break down those stony places. It's the name of Jesus that brought us to Christ. It's that name of Jesus that saved us, that put an unctioning on the inside of us when we were in our mess, when we were in our filthy place, and somebody said, do you know him? Do you know about salvation? Do you know a man that can cleanse you of all your sins? And at that point we got a revelation to understand and say let me find out about this man Jesus and when we accepted him as our personal Lord and Savior that started our journey on allowing Jesus to become Lord of our lives. Amen. and so because he identifies and he constantly gives Jesus the glory this allows God to work on his behalf Come on. this allows God to fight for him uh-huh. in a situation where you know, I love Peter because he's, he's really not really stressing out about the situation. I'm going to show you a video clip. where you are going to see how he was still calm and cool and he didn't become agitated. He didn't become anxious. He didn't become irritable. He didn't allow the pressure of the people who were questioning him to get him in a frenzy because why? He was trusting in the Lord. Right. Because he recognized and realized God just fought for me in a couple of battles before. God has fought for me before. And so as he fought fought for me before, he can do it again. So he keeps that in his memory. So uh, uh, Brother Isaiah, hold on, let me read, let me read, one more, get your your, your, your video queued up. I think I need to read one more little bit before because I want you to see this verse 11 he said this Jesus the stone which was despised and rejected by you the builders by which became the chief cornerstone and there is salvation in no one else but there is no other name under heaven that has been given among people by which we must be saved for God has provided the world no alternative for salvation now verse 13 now when the men of the same the Jewish high court saw the confidence and boldness of Peter and John and grasped the fact that they were uneducated and untrained ordinary men they were astounded and began to recognize that these men had been with Jesus Let's, I want you guys to see this, and then we're going to finish this out. It's a video clip. So turn your heads to the monitors. Brother Isaiah is going to pull up this clip. Because I, I want you to see the illustration of this. Of this particular passage being played out.
1: Have ye done this? Ye rulers of a people, and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, God raised from the dead. Even by him doth this man stand here before you. Hold. This is the stone which was said of not of you builders, which has become the head of the core. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Shall we do to this man? For that indeed, a notable miracle hath been done by them, is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem. And we cannot deny it. But that it spread no further among the people, let us strictly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. is the order of this council that you do not speak the name of Jesus or teach in the name of Jesus. Violation of this order will bring punishment upon you, according to the law. Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye, for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. You have been more. Wow.
0: Oh. <laughs> Amen. Listen, did you all see Peter and John standing there mm-hmm. being interrogated by the Sanhedrin council? They're surrounding him. The Roman soldiers are surrounding him. Peter is confident in who he serves. He's confident in what God is doing in his assignment that he's given him to preach this gospel. He's not going to be moved by the threats of men. Yes. He's not going to be intimidated by the threats of men who are bringing forth things that, try to, uh, that are contrary to God. To make him become uh, uh, intimidated or fearful or weary uh, concerning his assignment. Mm-hmm. So he stands firm. Yes, And he says, who, am I, who should I obey? Mm-hmm. Would it be better for me to obey man than to obey God? Mm-hmm. Come on. He said, I can only do what I see and hear. So Peter was committed that you brought me in here concerning a miracle. But this is why I want you to understand that when God is fighting for you and God is putting you in a position where he's going to fight for you, that no one can deny the working of the miracles. See, if you tell the story and if people know you from before you got saved, if they knew what you used to do and they knew that your name used to be Ray Ray Pookie and Little Lolo Nook Nook and they knew you when you were in your pre-Christ days and they now see you in the after effect it is truly a miracle that they cannot deny that the person that you have been serving has transformed your life and so the Sanhedrin council said that here we charged them with because later on in the scripture is going to say that this man was 40 years old and he's been healed it wasn't like he, just, he had just been 5 or 6 years old, he had been dealing with a temporary ailment, this has been 40 years so the miracle was sustainable oh my God. and because they could not begin to find a way to explain it they had to let them go, but they let them go with a threat and that's what the enemy's assignment is, is to threaten you Listen, he said in verse 13, Now, in the middle of the Andrew Jewish High Court, saw the confidence and the boldness of Peter and John. The confidence and the bold and boldness, they saw that. Come on, come on. Because they were preaching and sticking to the Word of God.
1: Yes.
0: See, this is why it's important that you stay with the Bible. Yes. See, this is why it's important that you stay with the Word of God. Yes. Because the Word of God is infallible. He said now and grasped the fact That they were uneducated and untrained Ordinary men so notice this They compared themselves to Themselves They noticed that they didn't go to any seminary With them They noticed that they had not been to any 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 a any, uh, 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 training That they had been through He said these are uneducated men So you mean to tell me that God can use An uneducated man That God can use somebody that's unlearned God can use or do not have the particular background or pedigree that supposed to be that you should have in order to work miracles, in order to do the things that God is called to do. Why? Because I'm not doing it on my strength. I'm not doing it on my credentials. I'm doing it at the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So, he said they uneducated, untrained, ordinary men. He said they were astounded. And begin to recognize that they have been with Jesus. Come on. Oh my God. Isn't it not amazing that God will begin to recognize that the very thing that's on your life, that people will begin to recognize and see that you've been with Jesus. When you begin to change the way you talk, change the way you walk, when you begin to carry yourself in a whole other manner, and they begin to see, my God, it's something different about you. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I just share how God does things, as we've been teaching on, on Thursday night about the spirit of discernment? People will discern you based on what you do. See, it was the works that Peter did that they discerned that they had been with Jesus. Oh, I'm about to get some help in here. Listen, I'm gonna give you two quick testimonies real fast, and we gotta keep going, keep pushing this thing through. So I'm delivering to this particular store, and the owner's not there. To write the check go ahead. and so he said do you know how to open the shed put the stuff in I said yeah I'm not opening everything he said it's good he said well go ahead put the stuff in the shed he said but the boss is he gonna be back in a little while so I left and I came back and he still wasn't back so he got on the phone to call the boss whatever he said can I write the check whatever he said it's fine he did not write the check let me write it out as long as the sign is all good so he wrote the check so I was going to leave out and I told him I said I was showing him the check what I had written he said, oh He said, you're a good brother He's like, I, I, I trust you He's like, ain't no problem Now this is another brother Of another faith He's a Muslim He's not a Christian But I know he's a Muslim Because he talked about that in this conversation That we've had previous times before he said, he gave this illustration about some movie and, uh, and different things. He said, like I see the kids and they come in here. He said, I can look at a person in the face and see if they're right or wrong. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs>
0: and he shared that with me. I said, well, God, I give God praise.
1: Amen.
0: That he can recognize and he deserved deserves come on. according to the spirit. Because yeah. I don't know him according to the natural. And see, when you know no man after the flesh, but after the spirit, you can discern properly. I'm, I'm, see, I'm giving y'all Thursday night Bible study. Y'all need to get here and we teach about deserving because you get full revelation of what we're talking about. So then, here it is uh, uh, about a couple of weeks ago in another store, because of an act that you do, Positions you for people to know that you've been with Jesus. Yes, so a couple of weeks ago, I'm in a store, and a young lady goes back there. She comes and she said, Where's the solid? Where's the solid? There's snow today. Where's the solid? And so they told her, There's some up there on the top, and there's some in the back. So it was a little older lady. So I was in there doing my stuff or whatever, and she came back from behind the thing, she carrying this bag of, of salt. That's probably about a 10-pound bag, 15-pound bag of salt. I said, let me get that for you. So now these are Middle Eastern's that own a store. And so I get the bag for her, and she said, well, go put it in my car. My car right there, the Malibu over there, go put it in the car for me. So as I'm walking out, and the young lady, she's saying, thank you. And the man behind the counter said, he's a good man. He's a good guy. And so they saw me doing something that was out of the ordinary from what they see other black men do. Well, I'm not going to give a help. I'm trying to help you get revelation. See, if you ain't never been in the hood, you don't know what I'm talking about.
1: I know some of y'all been on the hill and
0: Beverly Hills your whole life. But I know some of y'all from the hill. And y'all know some down, right, no good.
1: No manners, no respect.
0: No hospitality, no genuineness, no uh, able to be a gentleman when the opportunity presents itself. So, over older so she said, and so I went and put it in the car, and and and, and, uh, and so she hit the trunk and it didn't open. So I come back in. I said, uh, I waited for a few minutes because I said, I know she was older and she, you know, she done hit the wrong button or something. So, so, and so she over here. I said, what's she in here doing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the thing, she done stopped at the lottery machine. No. And Get her a scratch off. She got three digits. She got to bring me a day. You that So I said, Babe. I said, let me, I said, you, you have, have to hit that twice. But then you open it. She said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me get one, two, three. Three ways. I said, you got to hit it And so I went out there and opened up, put it in the trunk. And so I came back and she said, thank you, babe. She said, here, let me get you something. I said, no. It's fine I Just thank you It's good I, I didn't do that You not have to give me anything I said it's fine I'm just being a blessing And just to help you out Amen. And she said okay Thank you God God And she went on her day. But the point was The people behind the counter Saw me acting out yes. Kindness yes. And they and they see me everyday <laughs> And I come in there everyday And they don't even check my order I check it myself They trust me to check it And I bring in over $2,000 a week in the store Everyday I come in there And they, got, they, they trust me They go go ahead, Do what you do But that's because of grace. And because of the love of God is in my heart. I can't afford to lose my salary over five dollars. And there's so many people who have done that. You're in a temporary situation and you make a permanent decision based on a temporary situation. And you find yourself two weeks later, you've lost your job because you wanted to take five dollars off this. It's the grace of God. So here it is. Peter and John, they recognized they had been with Jesus. Amen. Because of the miracle they had done. Because of the works that they do. The Bible said, they shall know them by your works. Amen. And the Bible said that we should go forth and do greater works. Amen. Oh, come on. Let's come, finish come this on. thing out. Because y'all ready to go. I see y'all got that little Bears' Game face on you. They're playing Green Bay. And y'all over there praying and stuff. Oh, my God, Jesus. Hey, Christian Father God, Jesus, do full. Father God do. Verse 14, and seeing the man who had been healed standing there with them, they had nothing to say in reply. Wait a minute, the evidence that the man was walking was in their face. They knew he had been there because he was laying in front of the temple every day begging the people. So they could not deny that it was him. Oh my God. So he comes in and he says, he says verse 15, but after ordering them to step out of the council chamber, they begin to confer among themselves saying, what are we to do with these men? For the fact that an extraordinary miracle has taken place through them is public knowledge and clearly evident to all the residents of Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But to keep it from spreading further among the people and the nation, let us sternly warn them not to speak again to anyone in this name. So they sent, sent for them and command them not to speak as his representatives or teach at all in the name of Jesus, using him as, an, as their authority. Verse 19, but Peter and John replied to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you and obey you rather than God, you must judge for yourselves. For we on our part cannot stop telling people about what we have seen and heard. When the rulers and the council members had threatened them further, they let them go. Finding no way to punish them because of their fear of the people, but they were all praising and glorifying and honoring God for what had happened. For the man to whom this sign attesting miracle healing had happened was more than 40 years old. Wow. Not only was the man who had been healed praising God, but because this miracle happened in his life... It allowed other people to see the power of God And they believe. See this is why it's important That when you begin to give your life to Christ And you, God begin to change you That we walk in, in, a, in a way that glorifies God yeah. We begin to present ourselves as a living sacrifice Holy and acceptable to God Which is our reasonable service So that people can see And they'll see a changed life And they'll want to change their life They'll stop praising God with you But if you always a sad sack of potatoes How is somebody going to praise God with you And you always got your lips booked out You always sad and, and always turn up complain. I can't stand my boss I can't stand my job I hate this stuff I'm tired kind of people I just hate people Well get off the earth then Amen Because <laughs> as long as you're You got to deal with people I okay, mean what you gonna do you, 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 There's nothing you can do without you You cannot do anything about, about yourself It can't help You need somebody Yes. I know you think you don't But you really do Listen verse 23 We're almost there. It's 1140. Y'all doing good. Listen to this. After Peter and John was released, this is going to get gooder and gooder. They returned to their own people and reported everything that the chief priests and elders had said to them. And when they heard it, they raised their voices together to God and said, O sovereign Lord, having complete iron authority. It is you who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything that is in them. Who by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said, why did the nation's Gentiles become arrogant and rage, and the peoples devised futile things against the Lord? The kings of the earth took their stand to attack and the rulers were assembled together against the Lord and against his anointed, the Christ the Messiah. For in this city there were gathered Together against your holy servants, Jesus, who you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your purpose predestined before the creation of the world to occur. And so, without knowing it, they served your own purpose. And now, Lord, observe their threats, take them into account, and grant that your bond servants may declare your message of salvation with great confidence. While you extend your hand to heal, and signs and wonders, attesting miracles, take place through the name. And the authority and power of your holy servant and son Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were meeting together was shaken. A sign of God's presence. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness and courage. Yeah. Yeah. So when Peter and John came back to the fellowship,
1: Come
0: on. <laughs> they began to pray for Peter and John. Uh-huh. And began to pray that the work would not stop. Yeah. that they begin to pray that they would still have the courage to go on and do what God had assigned them to do. Yeah. So they went to the church to get encouragement yeah. and to continue to cover them in prayer. Yeah. They were their leaders so they would get into a position to pray for their leaders, cover their leaders yeah. because they had to continue to go on and do what God had assigned them to do. And so as they prayed for their leaders, it says that the house was shaken Jesus. because God's presence had come in because they had got out of themselves and Somebody else's somebody else's situation on their heart. They were praying for somebody else, interceding with somebody else, standing in the gap for somebody else. And so God's presence came in, and at this point now, the Holy Spirit it filled all of them, and they begin to speak the word of God with what the same anointing that Peter and John was speaking it with, with courage and boldness. Yeah. 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 Oh my God! Yes. No. You ask yourself, you say, God, Come on. how do I get to that level? Yes. Oh, how do yeah. I get to that place? Find somebody that's I bring that anointing and pray for them. That's it. Come on. somebody is operating that grace and pray to God that God you release that same favor upon my life that I will walk in that gifts of healing. I will walk in that gifts of manifestations of miracles. I will walk in that power of, of encouragement of word. I remember one night a, a minister came to me. She said I want that natural prayer that's on your life. I said I'm going to stand in agreement with you and I'm going to release it over your life. Now she didn't know what she was asking for and she didn't know what, what God had already put in my spirit for her to do on next year but God was already preparing the place and preparing her heart and that's how God will begin to meet you and he'll begin to put you in position when you're open to God and when You're seeking out the things of God with a pure heart And God will give you that anointing, He'll give you that desire To move to the next level And just as they did, they started growing They started increasing in the things of God Amen Amen. So because of that, God was fighting for them For Peter and John He allowed them to move forward He allowed them to grow to the the next level And do what God had for them to do Amen Close the book So we saw here that Peter and John were put in jail for doing right, brought before the Sanhedrin Council, all for performing a miracle. And the people who brought the accusations against them could not find anything that would stick because it was a true miracle.